But it is what is up. What is good, gamers? This is Shona71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Black Friday, yo! <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 229, the post-tryptophan edition of the Gaming Vessels podcast. I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partner, partners in crime. First on deck is Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Lover. That's me. Aka the Cat Daddy, aka that gamer's step daddy. How's it going, my friend? Ah, uh, pretty good. Wide awake. I think I've slept off all that uh, turkey. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, survived Black Friday. Um, have yet to survive Cyber Monday, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what 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 the cards might hold. I went a little crazy on the um, uh, PlayStation uh, digital sale, their Black Friday sale. Went a little crazy. Not not. Uh, I'm 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 not proud to say, but it, you know what? I I the digital's the digital's. I'm trying to stock up on my PlayStation uh, backlog before I go into Xbox Exile. Exile. <laughs> so, I don't think it's exile. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say until I until I go into you know the my my fact finding mission. You know mm-hmm. when when I go behind the lines. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm some weird like Are you like a war correspondent. Yeah, yeah wartime journalist. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, war correspondent. I will be, what is it? I'll be enlisted by Major Nelson. You know. Oh, like, yeah, Major Nelson, what, you're going to be like the Iraqi, like, you know, um, Minister of Information, you know, nothing to see here. Yeah, exactly. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it moving. So another thing that I've been really into lately, which is, and I know people are going to be like, you know, don't do that. Just play the game. But there's this guy that I follow on YouTube. It's called uh, Black Oni Mage. And he's this guy who basically just does they're called recapitations i love i love that what he calls it so basically what it is is he just basically recaps video games and he does video games that are either super old or ones that like i'm not i'm not gonna play again but i've always wanted to know what happened in the game so i've been watching a couple of those and and some of them some of them like some of the games like it was like parasite eve he went through he basically recapped the whole parasite eve story all the different games and all the Resident Evil games and all the Final Fantasy, all the Final Fantasy games. And it's just pretty interesting because I think sometimes you forget what really happens in those games. Like, I watched this one for uh, Xenogears. And I remember playing Xenogears a long time ago. And then uh, and then I watched his recap. And, like, that game is insane. Like, all of the weird miss in that game and the the all of the um psyches and all the like it's not freudian it's uh jungian all the jungian weirdness that's going on in that game i was like damn and i i you know my like teenage mind was just like oh cool mechs yay i get to beat up people but when you actually like sit down and like you know someone explains to you like the story I'm like, what the hell? You know? Mm. <laughs> and like, and it was like the first two like 
Shin Megami Tensei games, and I'm just like, goddamn. So it's just it's just funny, you know, when you go back and you know you you look at you 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 watch something and someone tells you like this is what the story is about, and you're like, I t- totally do not remember any of that. And I remember getting really far on Xenogears, and I loved the game because of the giant mechs and the fighting styles and everything. But there's this like under super like dense underlying underlining you know story that is just super convoluted when you really get down to it. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so I it's just kind of interesting to 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 go back and 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 listen to that stuff and be like you know wow that's very interesting. So anyway, that's so that's been going on uh, with me for for a while. Also. I wanted to give a little uh, shout out to uh, we're going into the end of uh, the last month of the year, which is December, meaning that our uh, uh, rolling credits uh, giveaway is going to be coming to an end for 2023, meaning that uh, every year we do a rolling credits kind of giveaway. And whoever has completed the most games in the calendar year, you know, that's December, sorry, January 1st to December 31st. Uh, win something special, you know, John BT won last year. So, um, hopefully some other folks will give him a run for his money this year. All you have to do is all you have to do to enter is uh, join our discord, stay to the end and Kevin will tell you how to do that. Um, and you basically just post uh, a picture of, of you rolling credits, just post a picture of the credits rolling, uh, from a game that you beat, post that picture in our discord under the heading rolling credits and you'll be entered to to win a special prize um next episode i will give you the tallies of what we have so far and then you guys can kind of speed run a couple of games we wish it to be like it has to be like a you know a 20 hour game it can't be something like you know super quick or you know we want to be able to you know really have some like depth and uh, of this stuff so please 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 you know, get out there, play these games, and uh, beat them. Let us know your thoughts and uh, win a prize for it. So that's all I got. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. You, yeah, you. Yeah. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going? How come that rolling credits can't be buying credits like every game you buy? <laughs> no, I'd win. I'd win. Wait, I can't. I can't win. Anymore. No, we 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 are not. We're not eligible. Sorry, sir. No. I know. I know. Mm. Yeah, Black Friday's been kind of different for me uh, this year. I mean, I did a lot of my purchases ahead of time, me too. but this this whole uh, weekend, I I went out like Friday night to just see what's on the racks at GameStop and. Uh, I didn't buy anything actually, so I wound what? up. Um, I bought. I bought a copy of Outriders for Goonie. Goonie wants to play Outriders, so. Oh. 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 So. I mean, hey, we cool. had a good time with it. I mean, yeah, we did, we did, but it's just the the, the end game of that title was just so trash. Are you talking about the end game of the actual game itself, or are you talking about the uh, expansion, the World Slayer expansion? Well, kind of in a way, both of them. Yeah. Both of them. They're. they're the expansion was such a disappointment is that it was almost like there was there was no real attempt to actually build upon what they had started i, I mean the bones are solid in that game but uh, more i don't know bones. I, yeah it, it's <laughs> it's yeah, yeah i i really yeah. just at this point 
I really would say we just make a movie and then I would watch that and I'd probably have the same effect. I do have to agree. Um, I do think that the 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 main game's ending made sense. Okay, you know, you got to go in and get these drop pods. I get that. And you play those and there's this other thing that happens. I get that ending, okay? But yeah, the the extra ending, that that downloadable thing, yeah, that was... That was a big miss, and I really hope that we get a second one uh, that can kind of clear that up because it kind of that that game went out with a whimper, unfortunately. Like mm-hmm. it was so good, and then it just kind of, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, <laughs> I think it's great. I, I cannot wait to hear your thoughts, Goonie. Yeah. No, and it was just quite reasonable i think uh, the game was selling for like five bucks so you know it's not that bad i think there's five dollars in value i don't think it beats division two's like you know two dollars worth of value but you know it's close i mean yeah <laughs> but uh going to gamestop uh last night and then taking a look at what they had on the racks because gamestop um recently started taking a lot more like classic trades in and I saw a PS3 game on the on the rack, and I had to start thinking, it's like, oh, do I own that? Do I have that? You know, it was uh, <laughs> Tales of Exilia 2. And so it's like, I wasn't sure if I physically owned the game or not. You know, it was like 20 bucks, kind of reasonably priced. And so um, that got me into going down the wormhole a little bit. So today I took one of my PS3s, turned it on, and... Uh, happened to update it you know it actually needed a, a system update so you can't hack it or go into it i was looking online and uh, i guess on the super slims those are harder to hack than the regular slims and the fats so mm-hmm. on there so i said eh, okay i'll update the firmware went to the store on ps3 for the first time in, in a long long time and the feel after playing ps4 ps5 and going back to ps3 ps3 is so sluggish and slow and whatnot but i was the height of gaming dude i know it was and i i started looking at my uh like back catalog and taking a look you know i did have that tales of exilia too i did have a bunch of other like tales games and so i'm gonna make this ps3 my rpg like you know wheelhouse over here so i did spend like about maybe about 45 minutes to an hour just queuing up some stuff in fact it's Still churning butter right now, so it's on and charging and uh, downloading stuff as we speak. I'm looking straight at it, you know, so in all of its old glory, you know, so she's still chugging along over here uh, downloading games for me. So there's a lot, you know, cool back catalog stuff I just dabbled in or that kind of thing. Um, You know, I might even circle back and appreciate a little bit more. So, but uh Going to GameStop today to pick up uh, Goonies Outriders, I wound up uh, catching a whole stack of like DS and 3DS games, mint in box behind the counter. I guess I found out that uh, someone traded a bunch of old games, and I was like, I looked at these, and it's like, oh my god, it's like you know, the the collector in me just it's, you know fire alarms start shooting off and whatnot. So come to be that, I found out that one of the workers there traded a bunch of games in. So but uh, I did pick up uh, that's a waste a Mega Man <laughs> Star Force game. So this is like the uh, kind of the uh, pseudo sequel to Battle Network on there. So 
And so um, they released like Capcom wound up releasing two different sides of flavors for each uh, Star Force game. And so um, I happen not to own either the uh, first Star Force titles, either Star Force one or Star Force two. And then I own like one of the Star Force three titles. So. So but, uh, you know, looked on the price charting and took a look and you know it's not like i could you know walk to any store and buy these on on the regular so so and they they on their used stuff they had buy two get one free and so it's like oh shit mm-hmm. it's like That's, you know i'm yeah. almost in there rubbing my, my hands that i'm going to eat so and you got fed it sounds like <laughs> yeah uh, actually I, I wound up i got the uh, mega man and star force 2 i got both varieties and then um, I got the Mega Man Star Force 3, a Red Joker on there. And come come to find out, I got home and I actually owned Red Joker, but only had it cart only. So I didn't remember having the case. I didn't have the case. So I wound up driving back to GameStop a little bit before we started recording the show. And I asked them straight up, hey, I already have this. I want to trade this in, get something else. And they had the other um, version of uh, Mega Man Star Force 3, the uh, blue version. So I wound up trading in and getting that. Asked if I could keep the case and the instructions. And they said, yeah, we know you. You're cool. So got into it. But, you know, uh, this comes to show if you're looking for any retro stuff, you know, GameStop might be the place to go look, even though we talk so much ish on that GameStop. But, you know. Granted, I, I would rather find stuff at yard sales or whatnot, you know. You know, it's kind of crazy, but, uh, you know, I commonly, every time I go to my local library to take back, you know, a book or whatever, they have like a media section where people donate stuff, and I find games there sometimes. And so it's kind of crazy. I went there like about, a, I think it was last week, and I came in, and the, they had a PS3 game just sitting there on the racks on the free rack on there and it happened to be dragon ball raging blast 2 for ps3 so so uh, i i can't beat free i actually threw a dollar in the donation box i wound up looking up online and it was worth disc only like 50 bucks so mm-hmm. there you ridiculous. go probably never play it but hey so that's that's how my black friday deviated i'm all in the retro mood over here sounds so, good Nice, nice. Well, with with my Steam Deck OLED just sitting on, the, on my kitchen counter over there, unopened. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine was kind. Of, mine kind of ended uh, similar. Similarly, I wound up. I wound up going to um, GameStop. I was really looking for uh, some bargain bin games, and I I I grabbed a whole bunch of them. But I wound up only getting three. Um, I got a uh, what? What game did I get? I picked up GTA Five. Um, I got um, what the uh, Borderlands, and I got what was my free one? They were all nine ninety nine. Uh, what was my free one? The uh, Borderlands Three. No, it was Borderlands uh, Handsome Collection or Handsome, whatever. Handsome Jack Collection. Handsome oh, Jack, wow. yeah. And I got um, 
I got another game. What, what was the third game I got? I can't I can't remember anything now. It's on the other side of the couch. I'm too lazy to go and get it. But anyway, I got those three games. Uh, I didn't get them for myself. They're all for the uh, they're all for Xbox. I'm gonna probably post them on my store uh because for whatever reason it's like um the handful of xbox games that i posted on my store are just sold um and i've got i got a nice little profit margin from them so i want to roll the dice with these three and see what happens um i did get my steam deck i'm it's probably going to remain boxed until christmas uh my (laughs) my mom i was talking with my mom um just a a couple about a day or two uh, actually during thanksgiving she ordered uh, a new christmas tree so uh she wants gifts to put under the tree so Oh, nice. yeah. So I'm because I'm not going to be using that thing until I um, un, until I load emulators and get the uh, get Windows in some form or faction running so I can play my my free to play beat 'em ups. So um, I'm going to put my Steam Deck, uh, uh, give my Steam Deck to her to gift wrap so that can be that will be my gift under the tree for myself (laughs) yeah so what was the other oh another thing and today i got my um my steam deck dock which is actually really pretty impressive considering as uh, i think i talked about it last episode it's got it's got a bajillion in one uh usb ports it's got uh cat uh uh internet uh, cat what do you call it cat 30 cat 5 connector okay yeah. in the back it's got all it's 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 got everything so uh i did that i found a relatively inexpensive uh controller that i'm going to be using uh on my dock steam deck for for gaming it's 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 an Xbox controller, but it's got a. It seems to have one of those disc style. It had well, not seemingly. It has a disc style digital pad instead of the straight up uh, plus. Do you know what brand it is, or? It is a. Um, it's not eight bit dough. It's. Um, I'll tell you in couple seconds here i got my because i haven't received it yet actually uh it is oh here it is it is a what is it it's a pdp oh pdp okay yeah so snag one of those so that's going to be coming uh supposed to be coming tomorrow and I got my Razer Kitsune today as well. So very happy about that. So going to be able to be jumping back into my fighting games again. Between that and my snack box, I think I'm set. So I saw Kitsune's down at GameStop today. It's crazy, but they have those in stock. So that's you know I debated about asking because asking them if they were going to be getting those in. I just didn't want to deal with. I felt if I if I pre-ordered one there, 
that it would be one of those things that I would pre-order and they would just never get. Yeah, now they had both the regular and Chen Li versions of it, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So I got all my oh, the only the only and I got a sound bar which I have yet to hook up, and I've got all of the. I was going through my movie collection and I realized I did not have any John Wick, so I ordered all the John Wick movies. Uh, for black on um, when they were at black friday deals as well as the mario brothers movie i was trying to find the latest transformers one but nobody nobody seems to have it um it should might, be out by now it, it is out but okay. they they have it but like amazon had it but it was not available to ship for some reason and i didn't look on on um I didn't look on Walmart. I'll probably look on Walmart and Target. Uh, those were the two that I didn't check. I, I looked at Best Buy. Best Buy didn't have it. So I might go. I might go back and grab and grab uh, the Transformers one. But oh yeah, and uh, I did go back and and get the standard edition of the Terminator game. So that's the one I'm going to play and um, probably hold on to my. Uh, uh, super the greatest edition and see where the see where the market goes with that uh did you end up getting robocop i did i did yeah, yeah so I, hear, I, did. I hear that's supposed to be really really good a lot of the very start staunch uh people that i follow on um on youtube reviewers and stuff like that are really like talk about how like how crazy good it is they were not expecting it but it's a it's a pretty mm. good it's a pretty good game so no i'm good. all like no, I'm all like, well, damn, maybe I might have to pick it up. Yeah, uh, I'm going to, I'm probably going to check that one out this evening uh, and see what's going on with that. So I'm, I want to hear your I, I, I want to hear your re- review. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so with that said, that's going to move us to our second top, our, our next topic on the dock, even though that seemed like a topic in and of itself. Right. Yeah. Uh, our next topic on our docket, that being the playlist. All right, so let's kick things off with Dez. What you been playing, bro? So the one game that I've been playing that I've really, really been super enjoying has been Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Telling you now, I'm trying to get into that. Um, oh, what is it? I'm trying to get into that xbox mood trying to get you know prepared to play the xbox and um i'm i'm enjoying warhammer uh dark tide it is vermintide with guns and that's fine i i was a huge fan of vermintide played it for a very long time uh i got really super close to beating the main campaign i do believe that this is how it's going to be for uh for this one as well um i i believe that this has a little bit more meat to it uh than than vermintide did only because it's um 40k so it it is the grim dark it's got guns uh it looks better uh now it plays better after the um the overhaul that it had it's just a really fun game. I've been playing it with uh, you two guys, 
And uh, I've really enjoyed my time with it. I do think that a lot of the people are actually pretty pretty fun uh, to play with. The the randos that I get, they're all pretty good. I've only had one person who actually, you know, dipped out. I don't know why he dipped out. Maybe we weren't doing as good as we could. I don't know. But he dipped out, so I was like, okay. But other than that, everyone has stayed in, uh, and we have uh, accomplished missions. Though, uh, I think... I think um, when we were playing it together, we kept dying and 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 uh, not completing missions. I think I realized what that was. We were doing quick plays, and I think I had the uh, I think I had the um, uh, the the difficulty rating uh, higher than it should have been. So I think that was my fault. That was my bad. <laughs> um, but I was having a blast. Uh, playing with you guys and i think that is the most fun that i've had on my xbox in a long time so so yeah that uh warhammer has been has been great uh it'd be fun to hear your guys's thoughts about it especially yours kevin now that you played it a little bit longer um but the other game that i played uh i was in fresno for thanksgiving visiting my family and i hung out with joe one evening and we ended up playing uh gal guardians and if you're not sure you don't know what gal guardians is it's like a it's, it's a retrovania sorry it's a, it's a metrovania in the style of like symphony of the night it really kind of looks like symphony of the night but it's two wafus you know running around wafu um demon hunters running around one has a one uses a a a, a spear and a and she like has like paper cranes and all this other stuff and paper stars that she uses. She's kind of like a magic magic girl, and that's one that I was playing. And then Joe was playing the older sister who has like you know she's taller and she has like two Uzis, so she's all about the DACA. So I was like, okay, so <laughs> so that's pretty funny. But it was a fun little game playing with the two of us. Um, you can stand on each other's heads to get up to to, to higher levels. You can turn into these little. Um, if you miss, if if you get tired of playing, you can you know turn into a little a little like emoji type thing and, and float around them. So when Joe got tired or couldn't make a certain jump or something or couldn't or, or I was smaller so I could sneak under stuff and he couldn't. You know, I would just, you know, he would just turn himself into a little handgun or a little Uzi and follow me around like a floating Uzi. So, it's like a floating ghost or... Uh, yeah, like, like a floating little Uzi ghost. So it was, it's a fun game. Like, it's it's wacky as get out, all get out. It's, you know, it, I'm, we're, we're fighting giant chandeliers that, that, that are like spiders. They're like animated chandeliers. So it's like a chandelier mixed with a spider. Yeah, I mean it's anti-create. So if you yeah. if you played the Bloodstain games, the Circle of the Moon, yeah. type, you know the eight-bit um, retro like Castlevania type. It's like right in that wheelhouse. So and it was fun. Like it was it was totally fun. I do believe playing it with another person is the way to go because playing it by yourself, you literally switch back and forth. Uh, with like the push of a button, you switch between the two the two um the two sisters but for me it's much better playing with someone else and running through and and you know jump in and and it's funny because because like when someone dies 
you run up and you have to like give them CPR to like bring them back from from the dead and you know this little weird stuff and it's it's just it was just a it was just a fun game. It really reminded me of like classic Super NES like two player games, and it looked yeah. great. The game looked fantastic. So. The plot's kind of crazy because it's like basically you take your Japanese high school and they got overwhelmed by a demon, and all the, the schoolmates are, yeah. are transformed into bosses and so on and so forth. And you rescue schoolmates and whatnot. So. Yeah, and there's like this one demon girl who who's like the main antagonist, but of course she's probably not the main antagonist. So you probably have to, you know, fight her or something at the end. And then there's like the true villain is revealed. I don't know. Well, but, see, cause uh, one thing I know you didn't pick up on, but um, this is actually a uh, side game from the gal gun uh, series on here. So the no, characters... no, I, I, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. And that, but that was the thing. Like I, I didn't real, I didn't realize that, how much of Galgun it 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 was, yeah. I guess. You know, your favorite pheromone shooter is now a uh, Metroidvania. So <laughs> yeah, so have at it, guys. But uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed my time with it. We ended up playing quite a bit of levels with. It. I think we got to like the third uh, third level, and it was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of fun. So um, I do know. I think you can play that online um, uh, co op. So. I probably will end up playing that with Joe. I just have to buy it for the PS5. I have it for the I have it for the uh, Switch, so I'm gonna have to buy it for the PS5, and we can run through it. But but that's what I've been playing. And uh, Joe, what have you been playing, buddy? Well, uh, as far as yeah, my overall um, thoughts about uh, Dark Tide right now is that I've enjoyed what we played so far of it. Um, I'm really wanting to check out the other character classes. I think I want to see how the other character classes play. I know if, at least the character class I've been playing, which is what the zealot, I think, right? The zealot. Yeah, I prefer. I want to see if I can be more in the pocket and be more gun based versus melee. So, because I know the zealot's kind of very the veteran up, then up in front. So yeah, I'm gonna see if I can roll a veteran, and just to be curious to see, I want to play one of the. Uh, Ogren and uh, see how they play because I know they're very just up in front, just bam, bam, bam. You yeah, know? they have uh, they have rocket gauntlets that shoot off like a rocket launcher type of thing. So I've played with a couple of Ogrens and they're they're like when you get a really good Ogren that knows what he's doing, they they can really clear a room really well. So definitely, definitely worth uh, worth trying. Yeah, they're really slow though. You have to. In my opinion, they're really kind of slow. So you have to you have to use your uh, your movement um, to your advantage. Yeah, well, I'm eager to kind of check it out a little bit more. You know, we're not gonna I'm not gonna wait to play it until our month of Xbox coming up on here. You know, we mentioned on the last podcast that uh, you know we're gonna I, I agreed to join you your month of exile on the uh, Xbox Island. I'm like, I'm gonna stop saying that. It's not an exile. We, it's, we, it sounds it's so much a better. Choice. It's a choice. We, we, we are on a fact-finding mission as video exile game. Exile just generous. sounds so much better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might be more apropos, but <laughs> we're really trying to put a better spin on this, shall we say. <laughs> well, let us know, too, listeners. Should we do a month of other platforms? You know, a month of uh, Amico, a month of uh, no. PS3? No. 
you can do that yourself. Uh, the console but. has to exist before. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see you do that. You have fun with that. So. Got it, got it. Well, we'll see how this first one goes, but might um, as well do a uh, do a month of Phantom. <laughs> there you go, Phantom. <laughs> Maybe I'll finally, like, you know, go get, lose some weight, go out, start exercising daily, and go get a girlfriend, you know. <laughs> Miracles hey, can happen. They can. So, yes. Uh, we also tried another game, which I know Desmond didn't even want to mention, but uh, we did play Warhammer 40K Shooters, Blood, and Teeth on here. And uh, it's a, a 2D side-scrolling action game, but it's weird control uh, scheme. You know, basically it's like a twin-stick shooter, but you're uh, walking left to right like a metal slug type game, like an um, action platformer shooter. And um, the control scheme is just super convoluted. I mean, you can change it. You really can change it, but I, you could like remap the buttons. But at the same time, I just was not feeling... The gameplay, I just wasn't feeling the the I just wasn't feeling the title. You know, I just wasn't I was just like, oh, this is just not very fun. <laughs> it just wasn't yeah. very fun. That was the main deal. You know, that was the Tell main Tell me, I guess I picked it up. I thought it would play like a metal slug contra, you know, maybe uh, traditional uh, you know, mercenary kings, I think if we played that back in the day. That yeah. would have been fantastic if it had played like that those games, you know. Yeah, but that's no, what I was this... expecting, but no, yeah. it's just they had a weird like twin stick shooter type where you're basically um, you know, using the right analog stick to aim and then uh, you know, using the trigger to shoot your gun like if you're playing a first person shooter or something like that. And to me it's like, nah, let me hold my damn button down to auto fire and move left to right and be done with it. So so that might be some trade fodder, which is killing me because I picked it up for like 30 bucks retail. But, you know, at least I'll get something out of it. I guess if I really bought it digitally for full price, I wouldn't be able to recoup anything. So, you know, so at least I tried. So, <laughs> and then, uh, of course, still playing Division 2. Um, we're up to World Tier 5 on there and... Me and Goonie have been mainly just uh, focusing on uh, hearing some mic feedback. I don't know who that is. So. I don't know. Just keep going. Okay. Yeah, but uh, me and Goonie's been mainly playing, just kind of trying to progress, um, you know, a few. Uh, like, I'm trying to – my my specific, specific character class, I've been trying to get all my optimizations. And we're kind of just slow rolling it until we're all ready to do the Warlords of New York expansion. Because once you go to New York, you're basically unable to go back to Washington, D.C. And so I'm just trying to, you know, basically look at what I could do. I almost feel like it's like Destiny 2 where I'm looking at, okay, what are my bounties today? Like I got a daily bounty, da-da-da, yeah. DDD. So you're very similar to that, you know. Uh, the map's constantly moving. Uh, once you open it up, of course, and so you, you sometimes will have to go retake back uh, control points. And you know, me and Goonie have been trying to do like events around the particular control points to bump up the difficulty to the highest level, and then try to take the control points. And sometimes they're really just ball busting hard. So on there. So you know, still enjoying the gameplay on that. You know, I'm I racked over now. I think I'm over like 510 hours on the game. Uh, between my prior playthroughs and this playthrough, so still eating good in the neighborhood on there. So, you know, and all that loot, you know, you know maybe, 
you know, the allure of uh, the Steam Deck and other things around will, you know, take me away from Division. We'll see what's up. Dark Tide, of course, you know, seems like it's a good time. So we'll see if we continue to play. I know we're going to dive into Warlords in New York and kind of go from there. So, so you know, be curious to check out the Division uh, mobile game, too. I got invite for that. So and that'll be awesome. Yeah. Kev, what you been up to? What you been playing besides uh, what we talked about? Yeah, so outside of Warhammer, which I I like it. I didn't think I would like it very much, <laughs> but it, oh. it's actually not bad. The um I I it's interesting the way they do melee. It's like a combination of taps and holds for harder strikes. So I, I kind of like that that uh, that little combo that that combo system that they have going on with melee shooting seems shooting seems okay i find that i can uh drop characters a little bit more efficiently at range using a uh not a, a just kind of um tapping the cuz i have one i have an automatic weapon so if i just tap it I seem to land more hits than just holding the trigger down and just letting it, you know, doing the spray and pray method. So I kind of like, I'm kind of digging the, I kind of dig the game overall. The, uh, the class I'm using, it's not the veteran on the select screen. It's the class next to it. Zealot. The zealot. Yeah. I like the zealot. He, some of the, some of the dialogue these guys say to each other. Yeah. yeah, it's just redunculous. So I, I'm digging the zealot kind of like uh, I, I kind of see him as more of like a mid range and more like a soldier, uh, at least with the weapons that I have access to now and how I'm um, and how I'm using him. So fun game outside of Warhammer. I finished River City to River City Girls Two, finally got back into that game and wrapped it it wrapped up the story so that has been one been another one for the books and honestly those are the only two games that i've played uh i will be going back probably going in tonight and uh, throwing at least trying to get at least a couple of my uh black friday acquisitions and just give them a put put them in and get give give them a turn but uh, as far as my gaming week, that's really all it's been. It's been a little bit of Warhammer, some River City Girls, and I've just been working on my my uh, my store and uh, just doing doing some other stuff. So that's going to do it for our playlist this episode. So that said, we're going to move on to our next topic on our docket, and that being the main event. All right, Diz, main event, you got the mic, bro. All righty. So for the main event question that we have today, we kind of talked about it uh, last time, but we're going to go into a little bit more in depth uh, about the uh, about this topic. Uh, so the question is, are you good with the Game Awards uh, Game of the Year nominations? Are you going to watch the whole thing or just read about the event the next day? So I figured we would take time to um, kind of really look at it and see uh, if there's any games that we thought 
you know, should have been on there a little bit more, or, or we think that, you know, that maybe there's too many games or the game did not decide, did not deserve uh, to be on there. You know, I think for me personally, uh, I think all the games that were nominated, um, I think they're fine. I, I have no problem uh, with any of the games that were that were nominated. Those games being Alan Wake 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate 3, Resident Evil 4, and um, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Um, I think all those are fine. Um, I do think that if I had to place money on it, my uh, guess for a game of the year would most likely be Baldur's Gate 3. I do believe that that game or Larian Studios came through and really created uh, something that was very uh, a very memorable title that uh, that that really that really uh, elevated uh, the Baldur's Gate franchise. Um, they they really took their own sauce and brought it to Baldur's Gate and created a dish that was really, really uh, something special. Um, and everyone loves, I don't want to say an underdog tale, but everyone loves when an independent studio of like 30 plus people uh, or 30 or 40 people come out and they create a game uh, this kind of uh, transcendent. And by transcendent, I mean like like everyone pretty much gave it gave it raves for what it was trying to do and what it was trying to accomplish new and old fans of Baldur's Gate could really sink their teeth into this game and given their pedigree I just know that they're going to continue to uh revamp it make it better than than what it was um also people like a, a good story when they're able to stick it to the man. So all the things that happen with Xbox and, and them saying that it won't be out on Xbox because of parody and all that other stuff and them sticking to their guns about it um, really, I think really, um, really kind of uh, helped uh, kind of tie them to other, or win them over uh, new fans as well. So, so for that, I'm, I think Baldur's Gate three uh, is the one game to beat um in my opinion uh kev what are your thoughts uh, about oh and as far as sorry and as far as the the second question am i gonna watch it i'm probably gonna watch it with joe and and kevin if he's if he's around and available and we're probably gonna watch it on the discord so if you want to watch it with us um you can definitely you know we, we can talk about that in our discord Stay till the end and Kevin will let you know how you can join our discord. We can talk about, you know, getting the group together to watch it if they want um, to be completely honest. If I wasn't watching it with Joe, I probably would just read about it afterwards, you know, or watch um, some of the the YouTube folks that I follow. I'd watch them watch their um, like ACG or, you know, Ruricon or someone else who's who's going to be doing that. I'd probably uh, see what they had to say about it. But yeah, other than that, I'm I'm pretty good with it. Uh so so I'm gonna kick it over to Kev. What are your thoughts about about this year's uh nominees? So I think you know, I don't I don't have a particular 
I don't think any games were overlooked necessarily. I don't think there's nothing wrong with the list. Um, my personal pick, I honestly think it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom. I, I've really? been saying I've been saying it's going to be uh, Baldur's Baldur's Gate along with everybody else. But when I stopped and I thought about it, I think I think that Nintendo Legacy is going to come in. And I think I think it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom that winds up taking Game of the Year. Why? What, what is that? The, the reason the reason I it's a game I haven't played, but every now and then on my YouTube feed, I I keep getting these, and I know it would be just another wormhole that I could hop into on YouTube. I keep getting these, uh, you know. I, I cross this great chasm doing this ridiculous build, you know, from that Minecraft function that's in the game. I mean, that is, I'm listening to people on podcasts who are going into their 300th or 400th hour in that game, and they've completed it. They're just building stuff. Yeah, that's true. They're just building stuff, and it is an element. It's not. It's not an element that is foreign to gaming. It is an element that has been the primary gameplay mechanic in other games, but it's never been in a Zelda game before. And I think that combined with the Zelda, Zelda's legacy, in general, the history of its of its kind of getting the game of the year, um, previously. I think that's going to come into play, and I think I think uh, Baldur's Gate is probably going to sweep just about every other category it's in. But I think Game of the Year is probably I'm I think it's going to be um, I think it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom, honestly. Right. Uh, so we'll see. As far as watching the show, I always look at the Game Awards as being that. I mean, I, I really could don't care about the awards themselves. I always looked at the show as being that first glimpse as what we we can expect to be getting next year. So yeah. that's really the primary reason I want to watch it. If I had my preferences, I know schedules with you with uh, YouTube may be different. I would love to jump into this show two hours after the fact. Is that way all the boring stuff that that we don't care about, we can just fast forward. And not not be stuck, you know, in the live stream and just be, you know, okay, do we do we do we have to hear, you know, Taylor Swift's rendition of the Mario Brothers theme? I I I I, <laughs> I, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Know? So, um, for a lot of that stuff, I think the show has a lot of fluff, and. I only I the only thing I'm there for is the trailers because like I said I I look at it as that first glimpse into what we can expect to be playing next year. And that's really the biggest draw for the show for me. Cool. I I can definitely see that. I mean, it definitely is a giant commercial. You know, it's it's a place to show commercials and to like see like, you know, oh, this is what's coming up next and and oh my god, can you believe uh, Monster Hunter, you know, World Two is coming out December thirty first. You know, like yeah, that. right. Like, it, it, it's it's amazing, you know. Uh, 
Why, why and the Saturn the... 2 is launching day and day yeah. of the game. Hey, hey. There, there's a little little elves on the North Pole making Monster Hunter World 2 for hey. you, Desmond, and then they're going to hey. deliver it right under the tree. Hey. Good old St. Nick's going to come down your chimney and deliver it right there with some you know teppanyaki. You don't want to rattle your cage, sir. <laughs> so, speaking of, I think it's a great segue into Joe's uh, thoughts about the uh, nominees. Uh, what are your thoughts about the nominees? Any of those you think shouldn't be there, or you think the list is fine? And who do you think is uh, going to take it all? Overall, I mean, I feel the list is okay. I think the biggest surprise maybe is Resident Evil 4 because it's a remake, but I think it's more of a thing to where it, they did enough stuff with that particular title above and beyond as far as, you know, um, you know, I could see where the belly aching and the whole Xbox tax Starfield stuff we talked about last episode could kind of come into play talking about. Uh, but I think all six games are kind of just, uh, you know, rock solid, you know, choices. And I actually was reading a thread on Resetera today talking about the game awards in particular and uh, talking about like, you know, that people can't really talk about bias with this is because of the fact that the nominees are chosen by a spread of 130 different outlets on here and they're not aware of who's voting for what uh when these games are actually um nominated if if that's the case so and i jeff i guess jeff Keeley is out of the mix as far as this is concerned this is an overall industry like kind of uh overall like spread of uh, different people and they don't know you know what the consensus is this is all throughout you know the globe as far as who's uh, selecting these games for these particular categories on there so and so you know a lot of people want to throw some shade as far as jeff Keeley, blah 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 we probably even have said a thing or two but looking into the whole scheme as far as how everything is like uh nominated it's it's a consensus through throughout like a lot of different outlets throughout the whole entire world and so it's just it's kind of crazy you know all this uh articles about bias and so on and so forth i mean i know some of the categories are kind of just you kind of have to raise your eyebrow like you know best influencer and you know the esports stuff um love the fact that racing is included with overall sports you know they could probably could have uh separated those categories out and some of the you know award categories like best action game is so like you know (laughs) you could pretty much put whatever in that particular Mm. category action adventure you know what what are the particular categories i know i raised an eyebrow one year when monster hunter was in a rpg category is like what the hell is that not an rpg to me but i guess it's our rpg to a lot of other other people so on there as far as the nominees though i think uh, uh all six of them are warranted and i think out of the six i would have to also agree with kevin and go with legend of zelda tears of the kingdom on there. right i and, think so uh reason why it's like this game came out in may it was such a tentpole game um like Kevin, also, I've listened to other podcasts where people have played this game for hundreds and hundreds of hours. They were so enamored with it, they were just playing nothing but Zelda for a few months mm-hmm. on there. And so I think there's enough, uh, you know, enjoyment of this title 
uh, throughout the year. Um, if you look at the open critic, metacritic, you know, numbers as far as ratings and whatnot, you know, you know, Zelda is probably the highest rated title on there. So it's like, you know, it's kind of nuts to think. I mean, let me look at open critic right now. Let's see. As far as how high Tears of the Kingdom was rated. Isn't it like a 92? It's a 96 according to open critic. Oh my God. Go no, okay, 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 okay. We'll bring up Baldur's Gate and let's let's see what that is at, huh? Huh? I'm sure it's right up there next to it. I'm not trying to disparage the Baldur's Gate. I don't give a <laughs> give a shit. I bought Baldur's Gate. 96 for Baldur's Gate. So there you go. Okay. There you go. They're like next to each other. He's like, look, I'm right on you. I'm right on your heels, buddy. No, I haven't played Baldur's Gate three yet, but if I picked up the physical for 80 bucks, I'm sure as hell gonna try to give it a go. You know, so. I'm not disparaging anything, but I'm thinking the fact that released in August that it was a slow burn with Baldur's Gate. I know that there was this big initial fervor about the game when it came out and the final release came out on there. And, um, you know, I'm just thinking it's a point that Zelda is going to just have that uh, um, name cachet and the fact that, uh, you know, people were playing it throughout the summer probably have a good idea i think the other titles alan wake 2 maybe came out too soon marvel spider-man 2 same thing you know it's like i wouldn't want to say it's more of the same it's very highbrow you know game in that in that wheelhouse on there you know same thing with super mario brothers wonder i know that's very much evolved compared to the prior like new super mario bros games on there so mm-hmm. but i i don't think it's game of the year uh worthy i think it's an excellent game though so and of course you know resident evil 4 just continues the uh resident evil remakes on there you know so we'll have to see if they move on to five or kind of go from there you know i'm kind of curious where capcom goes from this point you know why is not exo primal on here you know mm, no yeah the exo primal bias <laughs> there you go <laughs> the exo primal tax <laughs> yeah what we got Where's that Crackdown expansion? Crackdown 3 expansion, it should be on this list. The way it uh, only exists in my mind. So. Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Um, Anyway, so are you going to be watching it? We're watching it together. What's going I'll, on? I'll be watching it. Um, I'll be watching it mainly for the trailers, of course, and the other kerfuffle. I, I'm not in it to win as far as who wins what and that kind of thing. I'll, I'll be interested. Hopefully we'll get, in, you know, I don't want anyone else to bum rush the stage, you know, while the awards are being hand, handed out. But if there's any kerfuffle, it would be entertaining if need be. But, uh, you know, and I'm kind of uh, interested in knowing what Bill Clinton's playing, you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> in the GTA 6 controversy. Uh, like, Bring it on, Bill Clinton's friend. Free that GTA 6, you know. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if Keeley's tired of people bum rushing the stage between what the Game Awards and also the uh, Gamescom thing, you know. So <laughs> it's just so sad. It's just, just, just so sad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, if it happens again this year, I think it's been set up. If it happens yeah. again this year, in my mind, my conspiracy-oriented mindset is going to say this is something that was agreed upon. You never know. Yeah. I think they should make fun of it. They should have like Reggie or some some oddball like bum rush the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or the the guy that uh, from it takes it takes two that guy mm-hmm. that the uh, you know director yeah. if need be. But and if Clinton drop... Boy gets up there again, 
uh, or, or someone doing the same thing, if, even if it's not him. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 the game awards thing now. Uh, it should be Schick Man. From our <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can see you, it though. Three to Pope. Who knows? No. <laughs> so. So, yeah, I think that's a really uh, great little segment we had. I cannot wait to hear what folks are saying uh, about it, um, about the the nominees. And again, like I said before, uh, let us know if you're going to be watching it. If you want to watch it with us, we would definitely want to you know, watch it with you guys. I think it would be kind of fun. Maybe we will do like a delay. You know, if it starts at like six, maybe we'll start at seven. That way we can kind of, you know, fast forward through a couple of things. We can chat and laugh and 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 whatnot. Maybe that be something we can maybe that's something that we could do and plan on as a group. Um, as I said before, if you want to learn how to join our group, uh, just uh, stay till the end. And Kevin will let you know how you can join in. Um, and if you we would love to hear your thoughts and you can put them in our discord. Um yeah, under the vessel line, and we will talk about them on our next show. But you know what comes after Desmond, <laughs> the main event, and the uh, and the vessel line. It's the Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thank you, sir. You're uh, welcome, sir. Yeah, our first news topic: Monster Hunter World Two is not coming out. So. Wow! <laughs> Hasn't been announced, that. not not being released. Oh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was an interview with Hideki uh, Kamiya from uh, X Platinum developer, and um, he basically, you know, was lamenting the fact he did leave the company. He's on a one-year uh, non-compete clause and whatnot. But uh, when the topic came to Bayonetta. He said it's, quote-unquote, it's a shame that he won't get to complete his vision for the franchise on here. So so he did have a video on his YouTube channel. He's doing like a uh, kind of a YouTube channel, just like uh, the guy that did, did Smash Bros. Uh, has like a, his own YouTube channel as well. He's kind of doing this as a side gig just to like, you know, hang in the pocket <laughs> while he's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, having to kind of relax and not get involved as far as other game development so but they did have some you know q a on this one youtube um video on here and uh he explained i he worked on both bayonetta one two three and origins and he talked about this in various interviews that the bayonetta series would consist of a total of nine episodes that we wanted to do and i wanted to grow the franchise as the bayonetta saga on here but it seems like uh, i may have to take the full saga to the grave with me it's a shame. I, it's not like I own the Bayonetta IP, but I suppose that those who do, who will who do will probably keep it going on there. So, so Kamiya, if you don't know him, he co-founded Platinum back in 20, uh, 2006, but he did begin his career at Capcom. He did direct Resident Evil 2, Devil May Cry, and um, Okami Beautiful Joe. So he has quite a bit of games to his. Uh, pedigree as far as his uh you know what he's worked on on there and uh, you know we'll have to see 
uh, what happens. And I'm going to pose this over to you, Kev, because, I mean, have you, with especially with Bayonetta 3 and, and Origins, I mean, do you think this, this man's uh, vision for Bayonetta might be something that where it would warrant, like, nine games in the series and what he wanted uh, to do and so on and so forth? So, I mean, nine games is a bit much for a any lot. series. For any series, that's a bit much. Um, I don't... I wonder if maybe instead of nine games, if maybe he's meaning nine games in the Bayonetta universe, perhaps. I I can't see Bayonetta running from one to nine. The the one thing thing that I will say is that I think the, the series under his direction has been really good. One was phenomenal. It it really took, in in my opinion, it really uh, kind of sort of took the crown away from uh, Koei Tech uh, Team Ninjas. Uh, in my opinion, they held the crown for best beat 'em up company due to the Ninja Gaiden series, and they really Bayonetta. The first Bayonetta was really throwing down the gauntlet. Uh, in my opinion, for for that crown, in my own little personal, my little uh, you know personal record keeping, really loved the game. Um, Bayonetta's only limitation is as as far as uh, quality and performance is going to be Nintendo. Yep, say it. That is that Bayonetta is going to be held is going to be held back or be allowed to thrive by Nintendo's decisions for its future hardware renditions. Point period point blank. Bayonetta three runs like garbage on the Switch. It's the reason why I haven't gone back and played it. I I, I can't do the flip book animate uh, frames per second anymore. I I, I can't. It. It they they're trying to do they tried to do new and interesting things that haven't been seen in the series prior, and I applaud them for it. The fact that they got this thing to run at all on the Switch in some in some scenes in some aspects of the game is amazing. But Nintendo has got to they've got they've got to un uh, you know to to release the Get, release the pressure on the damn valve and let some more let some more horsepower through on the switch too they have to if this game is going to be allowed to thrive in a direction that an action game of this of this caliber is going it, it, it i think needs to because we can look at um uh stella blade Stella Blade is obviously, obviously influenced by Bayonetta. It's, it's, in. I won't say it's a. Some of some of the moves come almost come directly from Bayonetta. She does like this little witch time dodge, uh, in the uh, promotional videos. Heavily influenced by Bayonetta, but that game is not going to be hamstrung on poor hardware that's what needs to change for this series in my opinion kind of crazy but yeah it's like uh you know bayonetta 3 runs better on 
emulators on the Steam Deck than it is on the actual Switch. So yeah, that that's wild. And, and I, that shouldn't be the case. That really should not be the case. You know, Nintendo. As long as Nintendo was making Nintendo games, Mario, Zelda's, Metroid, then their hardware was never an issue because it's Nintendo and you don't need you can you can have impressive looking Nintendo graphics on a toaster. Yeah. But when they but when they pulled in and bought the and, and acquired the IP of Bayonetta and locked it into the locked it in as an exclusive all that goes out the window because Bayonetta is not it does not cannot flourish for the direction that it's taking under such gimped hardware. So hopefully that Nintendo it will make a a decision that will at least uh, give this game give this series an opportunity to flourish performance wise on its next console. I don't know. Hopefully, Kamiya goes back to Capcom and maybe ponies up and gets a beautiful Joe sequel or something going on. I know he'd like to create something new too. So we'll have to see, I know he's also the initial director for the wonderful one-on-one, you know, he always does things kind of a little bit, you know, off the beaten path a bit, you know, mm-hmm. he was the same director that uh, was working on Scalebound for Xbox. So if you could remember Scalebound, mm-hmm. you talked about it numerous times. Mm-hmm. on there so uh, you know good bad and different you could always say he's going to bring something interesting to the table no matter what so so be curious to see what he does and you know i don't know if platinum has enough cachet left to even work on anything i'd be curious to see what they are working on now because of the fact that you know babylon's fall was just really just flat Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the flattest of the flat, you know, and he, even though I like that game, it seems like I, I kind of have a soft spot for, uh, you know, maybe not uh, highly rated games if need be, but. Oh, I love God Hand, so yep. I can't say nothing about that. Yeah, he didn't work on that. That's, I think he might have worked it, on a little bit, but. McCombie yeah, I know. Was, I know he didn't work on that, but I was just saying, you know, for liking uh, games that other people don't like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, any any thoughts, Desmond, before we move on? Nope. All right. Good deal. All right. Next news story I got is something close to my heart a little bit and kind of caught me by surprise a bit. And I was kind of caught surprised again because I saw a logo pop up earlier in the week. Uh, Virtual Fighter 3 is making a comeback. And I was assuming this was a uh, console port of virtual fighter 3 team battle on here uh the great arcade game um dreamcast you know fighting game banger if need be but uh sega is actually bringing virtual fighter 3 team battle out for japanese arcades and so this is going to be out in its all net arcade download system on november 28th so sega does have its like own networked arcade um, system set up in Japan and all these uh, games are basically hooked up on an online leaderboard if need be and they have launched a website so people can check their results and rankings in the new game on there so it's going to be in fact uh, last night I was uh, 
checking out YouTube there. I saw some links because uh, I do follow a couple of Virtual Fighter um, Japanese sites and along with the U.S. site. And uh, uh, people were basically they were doing a competition uh, for the launch of the game and happened to watch some competition for like a good 10 minutes to see. And it's just good old Virtual Fighter 3 team battle. So on there i'm not sure when it's going to be out i'm assuming that the console and or pc release of this is going to be in the mix at some point but uh you know who knows maybe i'll get to play it in japan when me and des goes to goes to japan early next year we'll see so that'd be cool i definitely get pictures of you playing and getting your butt kicked <laughs> god you're nice aren't you <laughs> But it'll be fun. It'll, it'll be it'll be an experience. Yeah, I'll take pictures while you crash your Mario Kart. You know Studio. what, sir? <laughs> you know what, sir? Yes. I don't have a I don't have a license to drive in Japan, so there. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, but we'll have to see. Um, I'm hoping that there's an actual Virtua Fighter Six in the mix. You know, count the six, please. You know, mm. some point. I hope uh, so. There hasn't been like a mainline installment in the series since uh, 2010's Virtua Fighter 5 Final Showdown, uh, which you know has been ported over to modern consoles on here. You know, and you know I don't want the Virtua Fighter just to get stuck in in Yakuza games as an arcade side game to play if need be. So, uh, so we'll have to see. Uh, any thoughts, Kevin, on this or uh, for, you know this news? You, know, you want something different from Sega, maybe? No, I mean, I I think there I think this would be a good time for them to start and maybe this could be like a test for future uh renditions or continuation of the Ritual Fighter series because there really is a fighting re- a fighting game renaissance going on right now. Uh Street Fighter 6, uh Tekken 8 is just just looks absolutely amazing right now 3d there are excuse me i i think when you think 3d fighters um virtua fighter is is in that is in that equation and i i would like to see them come back come in with a new engine keep those same mechanics keep those same you know give each character two million moves i mean that's what virtua fighter is all about don't change anything, but you know, update the engine, uh, make it, make it, give it. I don't want to say make it like Tekken Eight, but I, I tell you, man, Tekken Eight is one of the most exciting fighting games just to watch that I've ever said I've ever seen. It, it, it's Tekken has always been interesting to watch comp- uh, high level uh, competitive play in. But eight just ra- just rank just cranks it up to twelve. You know, it's ridiculous. So I'd like to see them be able to capitalize on some of that um, on that renaissance with a with a virtual with a a, a a true sequel in the uh, Virtua Fighter series. But you know, maybe this is just a, you know a point leading to that. So I'm I kinda... definitely. I'm sorry. Oh, good. Good, Desmond. Well, no, I was going to say I would definitely uh, want to play this game um, because I do believe that Virtual Fighter is 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 one of the the classics, and I do believe that 
it was ripe for um for a new version new something for it I, I think it's been laid dormant for for way too long um so yeah i'm i'm here for it i'd, I'd even play it with you and get my ass kicked too so <laughs> What I was going to add um, is that you know maybe this will be kind of a bellwether to be able to bring back maybe some old Sega fighting game IP beyond Virtua Fighter. You know, uh, I don't know if they'll ever go back to hey, let's have competitive competitive Last Bronx and bring out Last Bronx. Mm, I think he's <laughs> um, wishing for that, my friend. <laughs> or Fighting Vipers or something along yeah. those lines. So you know. Hope springs eternal, my friend, but I don't I think know. those are I don't think those are long for this world. It's like if Konami decides to release a new Bloody Roar or something, you know. <laughs> no. I could see see those games in a compilation. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, you know, I could see Vi- them in a compilation. Fighting Vipers Two is, I think, in the new Yakuza game, I believe. So, so, mm-hmm. so it's in the the man who erased his name. Uh, that game, like a dragon. So. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's on your Xbox right now, Des. You can go and play Fighting Vipers too. So, oh, holy moly! All right, and then other news: uh, Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2 unfortunately got announced as being delayed, and so uh, Focus Entertainment has announced Saber Interactive has announced that they have delayed the game from its previously planned winter 2023 release window to the second half of 2024 on here so an official release date will be announced at the game awards 2023 at on december the 7th on here so so it might be one thing to keep an eye out for when we watch the game awards is the actual release date of this game but uh i say let it cook what'd you say kev yeah let it cook do what you need to do because i want this game to be as good as it can be because warhammer 40k space the first space marine was that is absolutely fantastic game. Yeah, it's actually one of the games I have downloading as we speak on my PlayStation 3. So, you know, whether I should play it on there or play it on Steam. Well, play it on Steam. Yeah. Play it on Steam. It, it It's not bad on PS3, but when you play that, when you play that game on it uh, with unlocked frame rate, 60 plus, 60 frames and over, it... Yeah, you 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 you, you want to play that on Steam for sure. Good deal. All right, and then you have anything to add, Des, to that? No. All right, good deal. Okay, next item on the docket: Killer Instinct, Capcom's not Capcom's, Microsoft's uh, uh, only fighting game. They're like token fighting game for the fighting game community. On here is getting an anniversary edition, so it's part of their 10th anniversary celebration. On here, so developer Iron Galaxy is working on it. So the anniversary edition will be available for Xbox consoles and PC. It will cost 30 bucks. It will include all of the previously uh, locked under. DLC 29 fighters as well as all premium content such as the VIP double XP booster master combo uh, all the accessories and more killer combo so they are retiring the killer instinct definitive edition with this anniversary release so if you are a definitive edition owner 
you will be upgraded to the anniversary edition for no extra cost on there. So, so if you do happen to own the Steam version of Killer Instinct, will also be replaced with the uh, KI anniversary edition as well. On there, uh, there's going to be a few changes to Killer Instinct when this version of the game is released. They stated they will be removing the uh, mature-rated content, Aww. but it will be available to download on there. So, <laughs> for what? free. Or free if okay. you own the definitive edition. So, so that doesn't make any sense. Yep. There. What removed. is the mature content in this game? I'm not sure. The this bloody stuff, I assume. I, I guess so. Yeah. You know, we're moving the following mature rated content from its anniversary edition, although it will be still available to download if you've already had the definitive edition once this version of the game has been retired. So. So that's what they're doing with that. I'm not sure what's being removed or taken out, but, you know, say la vie on there. It's, you know, it's not like, you know, I'm, I'm demanding for my mature, you know, Jago combo or something. <laughs> <laughs> combo breaker. So uh, they're also retiring all a la carte purchasing of individual fighters in various editions. And remember, anything you previously purchased will remain in your library and you'll still have access to it. Um, they do have a base game, though, that will be free to play on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and PC. It will feature one free weekly rotating fighter. Uh, here. So you get one fighter to select from as well as single player, local and rank modes on there as far as your one fighter per week on here the thing about this is most xbox owners have game pass and so the game is on game pass so i think for using the base game everyone's going to play the anniversary edition i don't think so right yeah yeah, the anniversary edition is going to be available on games pass so you should have access to all 29 fighters on there uh, for free uh, on your Game Pass subscription on there. It's only for people on Steam that maybe want to play the base game or people that own the Xbox and don't have Game Pass for whatever reason. It's like, okay. I, I don't know if it's, it's such such a person exists. There's probably like three Xbox fans out there that I play nothing but disc games. I don't use the Xbox Games Pass. It's like, <laughs> I don't believe it. it's rare probably out there. We'll see. But uh, they do have patch notes as well uh, on here. I'm kind of curious as far as uh, the support for this in the fighting game community, especially, um, you know, with the whole thing about the, um, you know, third-party adapters on Xbox and not being able to use, you know, non-sanctioned sticks like Brook adapters, Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. I'm kind of curious if this is going to gain momentum for Killer Instinct or whether Microsoft's still going to... uh, uh, kind of lay bare, unfortunately, in the fighting game community. What, what, what's your overall opinion, Kev? Um, I've never been a KI guy, so I really don't have uh, a horse in this one way or the other. If Microsoft wants to have this be, you know, looking their look, well, I mean, it's on Game Pass, so they're looking for uh, player engagement as opposed to sales. They need to correct that uh, third-party uh, controller, uh, licensed uh, controller issue with the, the adapters and whatnot. They got to get that resolved. Because if you don't, then you're because you're a lot of your fighting game folks. Let's be honest, 
Xbox is not necessarily their primary platform. It's PC and PlayStation. And we can, we can, it is what it is. That's where the fighting game community is, is located right now. So make it as easy as possible for those folks who maybe enjoyed uh, Killer Instinct when it first dropped. Let them get back into the game with as little problem as possible without having to reinvest in a new controller for those that are working on stick or or having to to or if they are using a fighting game specific uh, fight pad let them get back into it use the controller that they want to use the one that they already have the one that they've already already paid good money for and let them get back into the game i'm I'm curious about the game, though. I'm really going to take a look at it once the um, Anniversary Edition does get released and kind of take a look at it because, you know, even though I had never felt Kill Instinct back in the day was a great game, I thought it was fun uh, playing in the arcade back in the day. And we did have a little run with it back in the old neon days as far as playing Killer Instinct, even though it's not nothing to worry. I was just like, okay, I took a cruise Tory glance and went back to playing like World Heroes 2 Jet or something like that, mm-hmm. or Samurai Showdown, a true one on one fighting game, you know. But you know, I'm kind of curious as, as far as if this game's been kept alive that long. I even at Evo, I kind of saw some people playing uh, it on the like community tables and kind of just take, taking a glance at it. And they're kind of working with it. And they moved it over to Azure Playfab. Uh, they moved the servers back in May. So, so and they're working at it. So, you know, you're going to give it up even for any niche games. You know, I'm a Virtua Fighter fan. And so there's probably some good KI fervent fans out there have been playing the game for 10 years, you know, so kind of give it up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool, but I mean, I think the bigger hindrance to this is going to be their their license controller issue. Yeah. You know, I actually used my Brook controller in the last week, and uh, the adapter's actually been working with no problem. I haven't got that error message yet. So Okay, so well, maybe they've I, done something about it. I, I think it's sporadic, so it's, and my use of my Xbox is sporadic, too, so I'll just see. <laughs> <laughs> Skynet hasn't picked up on the yeah <laughs> on the <laughs> now now Phil hasn't like uh, aimed his magnifying glass in my direction at all. You, you better to, you, like, you better hush. You better get that AI all up the snuff. You know, I was talking to Des the other day. I guess uh, there were some uh, AI companies saying that they they were uh, talking about that they were uh, complaining or. Uh, giving a dire warning that uh, some AI is being developed that could threaten, quote unquote, threaten mankind. So, well, that's well, always like, that's always exactly. been a, a possibility. <laughs> you know, yeah. when has that not been? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. use Chat GBT almost on a daily basis. I know I'm feeding the beast. It's it's you know it's 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 sad, but it's just it's just so handy. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just be careful. These games can be playing themselves. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of feeding the beast, I got my last news story here. So, uh, you know, we haven't talked about this uh, company in a while, but Intellivision has 
this week released Amico Home. It's an app for Android phones as the company continues to struggle getting its hardware out the door. But you'll actually need two phones to play it. One to act as a controller while a separate <laughs> mobile device needs to have the Amico controller app installed and be connected to the same wireless network. So you need so, two phones. You need two phones, yes. You need two phones to play this game, to play the system. Yeah, yeah to play the app, yeah. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I guess I'm, I will not be playing it then. Alternatively, Intellivision states that the Amico... Hardware controllers are compatible with the app via Bluetooth, except they haven't been released yet, and the company didn't specify when customers can expect them. Uh, this is a quote from Intellivision CEO Phil Adam. Uh, Releasing Amico hardware controllers to the market is a critical next step in our manufacturing strategy. The company requires additional investment, quote-unquote, before <laughs> it can be... Again, manufacturing Amico consoles and controllers, Adam stated. While both the Amico Home and Amico controller apps are free, game sales from Amico Home are expected to go towards manufacturing costs. So when you download this Amico app, you're able to buy games in the Amico app. So, so. Um, currently, Intellivision has uh, two games, Astro Smash and Missile Command, available to purchase on the Google Play Store. And they are available for, uh, this is a UK article, um, so I'm looking right now on Google Play. They're available for $14.99 each. Astro Smash and Missile Command. I know you're a big Astro Smash fan, Kev, but you're going to throw nice. uh, 15, 15 bucks for Astro Smash on your mobile phone where you have to use two <laughs> phones to actually play it? Hell no. <laughs> oh, come on, Kev. So this is okay. As someone who grew up with Intellivision, I'm laughing, but You're deep, dying down, inside. deep down, I am sad and crying and dying inside because this and the nerve of the CEO. Well, we we, we still need significant investment. What happened to all those those hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of dollars that you already got? How uh, those those people that were the your VIP investors that uh, Tommy Tallarico was out there letting them drive, taking them rides in his Ferrari and post on their YouTube channel and investing five grand here and ten grand there and where'd all that money go? Where'd all that money go? I, I mean, I got out. I got out when 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 they said they couldn't they couldn't. Uh, uh, when I found out that that the last showing of that that they were using like empty shells and and non you know units that didn't have the actual chipsets in them, and then there was something else that they did that was shady as hell. I said, you know what, I'm out, I'm out. I I canceled my Smart. canceled my pre-order, and lo and behold, everybody else that did it after that. Those I don't know. I don't think those folks have got their money back yet. They haven't got their money back yet, and so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have two phones, or I want, and I or two tablets. I, I can't play. Yeah. This, this, make- this, this is. 
ridiculous. <laughs> this is so retarded, man. This is it's ridiculous. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, now for those fine people that bought the Amico box games, remember they released nine games in a book mm-hmm. codes in a box. Mm-hmm. That if you were going to buy um, all not eight games. Uh, they were available for a total of $149.99. So so for those poor souls that have bought, like, you know, these titles, including titles like Moon Patrol, Finnegan Fox, uh, Evil Knievel, Dinoblaster, Rigid Force, uh, Biplanes, Brain Duel, um, they stated that uh, they will release codes to the people that bought those physical editions so they could play their games on the Amico uh, application on their mobile device on there. So they'll get an unlock code. At least they'll get something for it, I guess, right? No, no, no. If they were serious, they would put this, they would, they would, they would put these games because the games are, are supposed to, at least that's the lie they've been telling me and everybody else who's been following this, these games were supposed to be, all these games that they're talking about were supposed to be ready at launch, which we're just moments away from launching our hardware. I don't know how many how many weeks or months they were talking about that. If they were serious, they would just put this stuff on every digital store they can and just say, okay, here, here you go. The controller, controller, needing the Intellivision controller to do this. You don't need it. You don't need it. it, it would it be nice to have? Yeah, it, it could be nice to have. Maybe instead of making a whole freaking console, maybe the whole idea of this could have been, hey, we've got a digital app. You put the app everywhere. You put out a a this controller. And you sell it for I don't know fifteen twenty bucks, and because that's that that's probably what it's worth on the high end, and you give it a dongle and you sell it for fifteen twenty bucks, and everybody who anybody who has a, a smart TV or a, a console that can accept a, a dongle, they can go onto their digital platform of choice and download those games and play them using that little. Um, funky little uh, Amico controller. That's really what this should have been. C- coming in and and, and it, they they knew that it was people like me that would be all over this. People that grew up within television. That people like me who still have their consoles, still have their games, and remember that this was the era. This was the time where we where I where I fell in love with video games was during the Intellivision era. And playing games with my family, with my mom and my dad, and being able to recapture those moments in, in some form or fashion in current day was just man. You that's like that's like that's like you know get, uh, giving an alcoholic giving him a all a, a day pass at at uh, Toga Toga Sequoia. It it. it that's who their market should have been, and they just totally—it was—it it wasn't incompetence. I, this, this thing must have been just a whole this a Ponzi scheme from the jump. It's, it's a big scam. 
It had to be. It had to be. You can't have this level of incompetence, supposedly by people who have been in the game for so long, you know. And, and I was listening to one of the episodes of the in, in television areas, and they've one of the hosts was working early on with Amico, and he said in one of the episodes, he said like when the uh, um, uh, the 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 the, the what do they call that when you can't talk about something? Oh, the NDA. Yeah, when the NDA expires, he's got a book coming, and I can't wait to 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 get his insight on what on what really happened because I don't think we have the full story yet. Oh no, definitely not. They're they're hiding all kinds of stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I, I did find another uh, news article that talks about I guess their um, fundraising page is uh, updated to reflect the fact that the app coming out on here and uh they basically uh, stated i guess they went to try to raise money last year they were asking for five million dollars to be raised they got a total of sixty thousand dollars uh that five million that they wanted so that's okay and that's people that are still holding on to the ghosts they they are they are still holding on they are still thinking that 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 this this console is actually going to see the light of day. There, and this is the part. This is the part that is just so disgustingly predatory because they're playing on people's emotions. And yeah, you have to be, you have to be held accountable for your own decisions. If you can't see that this console is not coming out by now, I don't know what to tell you, but. The fact that they were able to get sixty thousand dollars from people crazy. is insane, and they keep they 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 know that they can keep putting doing stupid shit like this and putting out an app that requires you to have two devices. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the 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 highest grossing mobile games only require one device to play. But no, we need two. You need two devices to 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 play Astro Smash. But that's how cool yeah, it is. And then you got you got to pay fifteen dollars for the privilege of doing so. so. Man, get the hell out of here with but that. That's how cool it is. <laughs> lo and behold, the the Amico is still available for pre-order. So you can pre-order <laughs> the Galaxy Purple Amico. It's going to be a hundred and two hundred and eighty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents with one controller. Or three hundred and thirty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents for two controllers. And remember Bias those games I mentioned—the uh, limited edition code in the box, one hundred and forty-nine dollars ninety-nine cents. Those are also up for sale as well. So buy a switch, folks. Just buy a switch. If 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 this is heck, buy that. Buy buy the 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 ever 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 is ever ready. The ever ever the evercade. That is an actual product that exists, and it's actually really good. And the games, when you buy games for it, the company that made those games actually gets prof, get makes a profit off of those. So you're actually supporting the people that actually designed the game. I'm actually, well, I don't know if they're still there or not, but you're, the company that owns the rights to them are get, are, is getting the money from that. Get an Evercade. Just get an Evercade. 
it's all it's already there this is where you you know how you can price this thing when the switch is staring you at the face for for literally the same amount of money is just absolutely ridiculous to me yeah i i I mean, I get it. Yeah, it's for folks like me who, who would have been willing to pay that just to get a hold of, of you know, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. You know, paraphrase uh, 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 Rick James. It, it, there's just so much wrong with this. It, it just it it's funny, but it 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 hurts my gaming heart to 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 see what they've done to the to the re- members of the retro gaming community. Of which of which I am is it's, it's a sin and the shame, and these people should have their whatever Patreon, whatever, wherever there is hosting these fundraisers should be canceled. Should be get get it get the rug pulled right from under them. Agreed. It's not cool. No, it's not. Well, the Amico Amico does live. Too bad. Mm-hmm. It's just a rinky dinky stinky piece of dung. Mm-hmm. That is the Jabroni Gaming News for this episode. Sorry to leave it on a bad, on a down note, but no, it's it's it is it's, what it it's is, part of the gaming. It's part of the gaming news, man. It's like <clears throat> game night takes place every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's the day of the week that we set aside. To hang out and interact with uh, people that enjoy our show and members of our Discord community. Uh, basically, you bring any game that you want to the table and we'll play it with you. If we don't already have it, we can find a way to get it. You don't even necessarily have to be playing games. Usually I'm cooking or doing some other chore before I can get around to turning on the console and, and sitting down to play. Just jump into the voice channel and hang out with us Uh it's it, it's like I said, it's that day of the week where we were able, we're able to touch base with people that make the gaming vessels uh, Discord community home. So you might be asking, how do you how do you become a part of that? Well, that's easy too. You just hop on over to the app formerly known as Twitter, currently known as X X X X X X X, 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 X and go to at gaming vessels G A M I N G V E S S E L S. Click the Discord link in our bios and you're in. So the neat thing is that there is no Patreon tier list to pay for. There is no waiting list, uh, no waiting period before you can join our ranks, quote unquote. Just be a good person who who enjoys talking about and sharing their love of video games. And I think you'll have you'll find a really fun home uh, with us here on the Gaming Vessels Discord uh, server. All aspects, all ideas, all opinions of games, gaming, and the gaming industry are welcome and expressed without the nonsense of uh, personal attacks that you see on so many other much larger, much more toxic uh, social media platforms. So if you like talking about games but could do with the, without the nonsense and you, and you kind of like rocking out with us on the show and you like what we're doing, I would highly encourage you to join our Discord server. So could not encourage encourage that more. 
So that said, that's going to bring episode 229 to a close. I want to thank y'all for hanging out with us, listening to our show. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res lover. That's me. A.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. that gamer stepdaddy. And for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. But you might also know him as the Food Max of Gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Sean of 71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Purple bling bling, y'all. And we'll be back next time, episode 230 for your ears. Peace.